that's history with Robbie. I, I really do like the uh, the uh, pop culture references. That's the, see, that's the thing is I'm all about pop culture. Like I can't remember what to buy at the grocery store, but I remember pop culture stuff. So anyway. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Uh, we have an, I don't know if it's going to be an awesome episode, it's going to be an episode, and I'm hoping it's good, I'm super excited for it, so I'm, I'll am i at least listen to it and be super excited for it, uh, but we got a couple of special things going on, uh, it's been almost a month since Cole and I have recorded. Uh, Cole is joining us. It was kind of a last minute thing. He jumped in on it. I'm super excited about that. Uh, also we've got a third host. It's the second time we've done it with three of us. Uh, it's the third time in general, but this is the second time we've done a Patreon member, uh, joining us for the podcast. Super excited about that. We'll introduce him a little bit later. Um, but most importantly, folks, we're just excited to be back with you guys. It's been a while since we've been together. Glad to see you. Glad you're listening very thankful that you're here and uh you know what the last part of the business is just hit us up uh you know hit us up on instagram hit us up on patreon.com and uh we'll have one more way that i really uh would like you to you know participate in our lives in the in the group that we've got here in the in the community that we have uh we'll get a little to that a little bit more later but anyway i just want to go straight to my main man cole i know it's been uh, I know it's been a really rough, rough time for you, Cole. But how you doing, man? Yeah, no, I'm um, I'm doing good. You know, I think uh, for those listeners out there that might not know, um, did we even post? Yeah, we did. We talked about it a little yeah. bit on the podcast. I mean, on the Instagram, yeah, I think. I uh, my my sister Trisha actually uh, passed away very unexpectedly. Uh, about a week ago, recording we're recording on a Friday. She passed away about nine days ago on Wednesday, the 11th of November. So that was kind of like just rock my world, and I didn't expect it to be. Um, I think we'll talk a little bit more about that next episode as I plan to, to commemorate her with a really awesome bottle Yeah. Uh, in the way that I can. Um, but yeah, I, I you know, uh, Robbie hit me up uh, with Bryce and they... They were like, hey, we're recording an hour, and would you ever, re- I mean, like, I don't even know how it was phrased or anything, but I was like, yeah, I could use to drink with some buddies, yeah. and in a way, Chill Filtered is like a therapy for me in some ways, so um, I have made a lot of progress in processing the death in the family of Trisha, but um, I think this will help, uh, and I don't want to be some super downer, but you know, life happens, and death happens, I guess, so um, yeah, we'll talk about it more next episode. Um and I don't really like, I'm not going to like dig into my whole sister's life or anything next episode, but I do want to commemorate her in my own special way. Absolutely. Uh, specifically with a bottle of Redbreast 21 uh, that what? I just bought the day. She, yeah. <laughs> did, did I tell you this? <laughs> um, you mentioned it passing in a text and then it was, but it was not like, but I'm like, Red, what? Yeah. Redbreast 21. Yeah. Dude. It's. I feel like it's a good bottle to honor someone with because it. Where I am, it's somewhat accessible, but it's also like you have to. You have to like you know pull out a dollar or two for it. You do. Um, and not that like that's what it's all about, but like I didn't want to skimp out and get like, 
you know, Jack Daniels green label or something like that and uh, be like, this one's for Trisha. Now I wanted to like honor her. Yeah. So that's, that's what's going on next week. Uh, if things go according to plan with the courier. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I got for now in terms of the update in life. You know, a lot has happened otherwise, like, you know, like there's been like Halloween and an election, but we're not a political <laughs> podcast. So we're not going to talk about Man. anything electoral or electional or we're elect. I don't even know how to put that, but <laughs> I am excited. And I, I, I don't know if you planned on, uh, I think uh, Robbie did plan on introducing our good friend Bryce, but I'm just going to snag it. You do uh, it. Because I guess I know Bryce a little longer. You um, 100% do, I Cole. met Bryce. <laughs> there's no guess about it. Yeah. You 100% do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I met Bryce in 2007, the summer of 2007, in the great land of New Orleans, Louisiana. And Bryce was technically employed by Habitat, was it? Technically, I was employed by Hope Worldwide at the time. Oh, that's right. Totally. totally. I did know that, actually, yeah. And uh, and so worked with Habitat down in uh, uh, Camp Beauregard the first time around. Or no, no, the first time around was Camp Hope. And uh, and then we built Camp Beauregard while I was there the first time, which was a, a cool Habitat for Humanity like dormitory basically, while people were working on Katrina relief. And correct me if I'm wrong with any of that. I mean, it doesn't. It's I don't think it's too debatable. Um, but uh, how long were you down there, bro? Oh, you know what? I'll just let you talk, Bryce. How did we meet? Well, wow, good answer. <laughs> And just to look clear, I am not from New Orleans. There will be no cool Louisiana accent coming from me. I am from Southern California, um, but I was in New Orleans for about four years, uh, three of which was spent doing disaster relief. And you actually met my sister down there. She was there, I want to say she was there the next year for the summer of 2008. She was an intern. Yeah, that would make sense. Either one of those two. Yeah, no, that's cool. I, I, I knew that, but it just clicked again for me. I'm like, oh yeah, you totally knew Trisha. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's cool. So, so now you are what part of the what part of the land? I'm in your homeland, Cole. I'm living in southeastern Pennsylvania. Yeah, the land mm-hmm. of my people, Pennsylvania. Yeah, We're not a political cool. podcast, but man, it's got to be crazy over there right now. <laughs> we're not an electional yeah. podcast as i mentioned earlier yeah there was a we'll just say there were some yeah. strong opinions here and just leave it at that yeah yeah there you go so what, what do you do in pennsylvania now that's funny uh nothing too exciting um for at least for work uh just clear i do a lot of admin stuff so a lot of typing a lot of screens all day um so i work actually work for the state interestingly enough okay Nice. Yeah, that was similar to yes. Adam. He yeah. worked for the state. Yeah. We draw. We have. We draw state workers. Um, so, so it's kind of funny, Cole, because like I was, you know, like I, I didn't expect Cole to come on the episode at all. I was like, hey, like I'll figure it out. Last week, um, you know, we're just kind of working this. So, I hopefully the audio works okay. We got Bryce on. He's recording yeah. on his iPhone. Uh, and all that. So hopefully it comes across. But I was trying to figure out like logistical issues. It should work okay. Um, but anyway, I was like, I was like, Cole, don't worry. I'll, I'll kind of cover stuff. And last minute, I was like, Hey, we're gonna record in an hour. Do you want to join? Uh, but it was interesting because Bryce and I were both like trying to figure out a time to record. And I was, I realized how nice it is recording with Cole because Cole's like, Hey, let me know what your kid's schedule is. I'll join you, Bryce. Similarly, so 
uh, how like how many kids do you have? How old are they? Just the one. He's a toddler. I think he's a uh, twenty-two months. Twenty-two months. Oh man, you're a good dad. You went to months. You didn't go for like he's almost two years. You went to months. I, I heard my <laughs> you were in tune. I with gotta confess, here. I heard my wife say it recently, so it's on my head. <laughs> man yeah so like that's that's crazy yeah no we're uh, like my twins right now are like three and a half and like tonight they're getting rid of their i, I hate to say it, they're getting rid of their binkies their past oh players. no yeah Ooh. we like we let we've let them have it like in the bed with them um so that's the only time to get it like if they're fussy or cranky or like hey do you need your dinky they're like yeah and like they go to your bed and so lay in their bed and let's like have it for a little bit and come downstairs but they've had it at night and then lately like we're like oh we just we got to get rid of it so tonight's our first night without it and so it's like oh it's gonna be rough so hashtag prayer for dead lows yeah there's a yeah seriously. yeah well it's the thing is like we have my uh i have thanksgiving off and so mm-hmm. does chelsea and so we're like oh that's a good time to start so i don't know we're, i feel you man but two years two years is tricky for sure Ooh. my uh my niece everly she uh there's a video of her the night that they took her w- wubby away and it was the saddest <laughs> little video where she's just crying out wubby <laughs> It was so sad. So I, I uh, yeah, <laughs> prayers for dead lows. <laughs> well, so we also, and then I haven't, since the last podcast, we also got a new puppy. And last night, like he, yeah. he gave us no sleep. So oh. I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, do we really want to do this right now? Because it could just be an awful week. But I'm like, dude, we got to get it done. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Bryce, one other thing I want to ask you though, what, what's your whiskey story? How'd you, how'd you get into whiskey? How'd you realize this is a spirit that you love? So I'll try to keep this as brief as possible. I actually did not drink alcohol until I was about 33, 34. Um, and just because, <laughs> okay. because I'm a church guy, people often assumed it was religious reasons, but it was just, I, I didn't have an interest. And then as I hit my twenties, it just became mm-hmm. like a thing I wanted to stick with, even though I got really, I was really curious I hear about mm-hmm. like mixed drinks and everything. I was like, oh, that seems kind of neat. And then um, I was actually on my honeymoon. We got a free bottle of champagne. And I was just like, it's free. Let's see what happens. And it was awful. And it was <laughs> if awful. it's free, it's me. It nice. was awful. I do, I do not like champagne. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. Um, but since the, the dam had burst, uh, I decided, you know, I was going to try some few things and whiskey just <laughs> always seemed really cool. Like that's all I knew about it. It just seemed really cool. So I knew I wanted some having spent time in New Orleans, the word bourbon was in my mind. So I wanted to have a bourbon. Um, and so my first drink was actually maker's mark. Okay. Nice. And that just, uh, and it's just, yeah. I, uh, what was your... Robbie, what was your first like? Like, was it beer? Like my first alcohol? Yeah. Um, my first would be like sipping my dad's leftover beers when I was like, like nice five or six, and then you what a rebel you realized real quickly like shake the can first because like if you hear a clinky clinky in there like there's some movement it's probably the, was the ashtray <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah. uh you know similarly like and then like. I was raised fairly religiously. So I think like my first time really drinking, and I was thinking about this the other day, like uh, I didn't really drink <laughs> from like the ages of like four and five until I was uh, 21. But like then, uh, like th- at that point, then it was a uh, gosh, these drinks called sparks. And it was like this caffeinated orange malt kind of a thing. And I would drink those in college. And nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think they even exist anymore, but, but whiskey wise, like I'm surprised I didn't know that. 
Yeah, and we've never really talked about it, so. Yeah. But, uh, whis- but go on, go on. You were saying whiskey-wise? Whiskey-wise, it was that bottle of Eagle Rare, and then next week's, we'll talk more about that, but like it was that uh, Red Breast 21 that was like, holy crap, oh. this is amazing. Yeah, so I can't yeah. wait for that, but uh, yeah. Um, and I guess yeah. one last thing I want to ask before we kind of transition here, though, like, so, uh, so Bryce, uh, you've been listening to, how long you've been listening to the podcast? What kind of made you decide like, Hey, I want to be a Patreon member. I, I want to be a part of this. I don't know. I just, I, it, and I'm not doing this like to promote the podcast or like, Hey, you need to be a Patreon member. I just, I'm it just, I'm just curious, you know, like how long you've been listening? What made you want to be a Patreon? So I started listening cause Cole and I have a mutual friend, James. Um, and we were having, having some whiskey yeah. and I don't know if it was cause of the whiskey or talking about podcasts, but either way, James said, like, hey, um, my friend Cole, and I can't, I honestly can't remember if he knew that we knew each other or not, but he said, my friend Cole uh, has a podcast on whiskey. I'm like, oh, interesting. And I think it was not the first episode, I, but it was fairly early. I'm going to say maybe about episode six or seven. Uh, I started listening, you know, when heard the earlier episodes and have been up to date since. Uh, and as far as the Patreon, um, it's one of those things where it's obviously not a big expense, but you just think about doing it monthly and all that. And it's like, oh, I want to, I want to, like, I want to support Cole and at the time Adam and then now Robbie. And then we cut an expense recently and Cole and I were just literally just chatting and he, he was not trying to get me to join Patreon. He just mentioned it and I don't know, what, I can't remember what it was in reference to. And it just clicked like, oh, I'm saving more money now. I can afford that really easily. Like, so literally <laughs> that, that night I went and I signed up. Oh man, that's awesome. Ah, we appreciate we it. We do. Yeah. It means a lot, you know, and then I, I got to, yeah. you know, say so even like, uh, you know, it's, it's tricky, like even just to kind of texting back and forth with you trying to like figure out how we could get this episode. Like, I think we have similar wives where it's like, they really they're supportive, but at the same time they're practical. And I was like, like even tonight, like I'm, I, you know, I'm getting to my ring entry buzz here on this episode because my wife, uh, she's like, okay, you're gonna record tonight. Okay, I'll take the girls over to my brother-in-law's house and we'll just hang out over there. And that way you can not have another uh, cranky twin interrupting your <laughs> podcast here. But uh, <laughs> but it's one of those. Yeah, yeah, sure. But uh, I forget what I was even going with there. But uh, anyway, uh, super excited to have you on here. I don't know, like anybody anybody else got anything we before we kind of get into the history here or anything? But no, I'm good. Good. I'm I'm, uh, ready to history it up. I'm super excited. All right, so I think we'll kind of we'll go to our first break here, and then when we come back, we'll get into a compare and contrast of whiskey history. So we'll send it to break. All right, and we're back. Hey, listeners, now you're going to really get a good appreciation of Cole because originally I thought we were going to do this episode and I was kind of kind of run the show here. So I kind of did some history on it. Uh, and then Cole's like, hey, I'll send you my notes if I don't join, whatever. Cool. Uh, I read Cole's notes. And so now you're going you're gonna to find out the difference between Cole and I and you're going to learn to love to appreciate Cole even more. Uh, so here, today we're drinking Wild Turkey 101. It's 
Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving's coming up. What better way to celebrate than by drinking a turkey-themed whiskey? Uh, so <laughs> we've got... <laughs> you're going to be like, oh my gosh, Robbie's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> so, like going to have to correct you or something. <laughs> so anyway, we're drinking Wild Turkey 101. It's 101 proof. Uh, the oh, bottle says dang. number four barrel char. It's a high ride <laughs> bill. And it's aged around eight years, but it's got a blend, but it says around eight years. Uh, Wikipedia tells me that wild turkey is known for being the favorite drink of journalist Hunter S. Thompson and is mentioned in his book, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Also, in Stephen King's book, when asked what the bar whiskey is, the bartender replies, for everyone else in this dump, it's four roses. But for you, I think it's wild turkey. And then my last thing of history I have is the title character in Jessica Jones is frequently known showing drinking from a bottle of Wild Turkey 101. And that's history with Robbie. Now, I, I really do like the uh, the uh, pop culture absolutely. references. That's See, that's the thing is I'm all about pop culture. Like, I can't remember what to buy at the grocery store, but I remember pop culture stuff. So anyway, I thought that was kind of fun. But Hey, I'll take some of that in the future. Okay, Same. well, I'll, I'll just <laughs> look it up on Wikipedia. No, there really wasn't a lot yeah, go. of like, I, I don't know how you do it, Cole, but like I could not find a lot. So anyway. Yeah, I got my sources. All right. But uh, yeah, I'll just go through. You, I think you covered, I mean, the big part of the bottle, which I was missing. I only had like some of the distillery history and stuff like that. Okay. So I think we uh, complement each other pretty well. Okay. And I didn't have the pop, pop culture uh, parts either. So this will work. So, um, yep, this is not our first wild turkey product on the podcast. <laughs> you already uh, doing episode it. Episode 35. Than me. <laughs> no, no. I just do it every episode. I don't, yeah. I mean, every episode I've been on, I've done the history now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, episode 35 was one of the worst whiskeys we've ever had on the podcast, which was wild turkey, <laughs> a long branch. Um, in episode 97 was Wild Turkey Master's Keep Cornerstone Rye. And then we did Russell's Reserve Single Barrel with Miles Ferguson, one of our other Patreon supporters. And that was episode 116. Um, so we've talked about, like like in those episodes, we've talked about a little bit about a guy named Austin Nichols, but that's not a guy. As I mentioned earlier in the in the episodes, that's not a guy. That's actually a company. I mean, it's probably a guy. Yeah. Um, but it was a misconception. Um, that Austin Nichols was like this, uh, like, uh, executive. No, it was an executive of the company, Austin Nichols, but I'll get into that real quick. So back in the day, there was an old distillery. It was called the old Moore distillery in Tyrone, Kentucky. Uh, in 1891, a guy named Thomas Rippey bought it out and he started what became the old Hickory distillery. Uh, and they would sell their their distillate and juice to uh, wholesalers like this company called Austin Nichols. Uh, the legend is that basically this executive at Austin Nichols or of the company um, took some samples of from his barrels uh, that were like aging for him that were originally from the old Hickory Distillery, and then he took them on a turkey hunting trip, and they were so good, and the crew he was with was so blown away by it that they basically just started the brand and called it Wild Turkey. Uh, and that was in 1942. And then in 1971, Austin Nichols bought out the distillery uh, that it was being used to, to provide their juice. Uh, the one they, um, uh, which they basically bought out. And then that was called the Boulevard Distillery. And it became the Wild Turkey Distillery uh, in Tyrone slash like Lawrenceburg, which are adjacent. 
in Kentucky, uh, basically the same city. Uh, it's right on the Kentucky River, similar to like like Buffalo Trace, uh, but definitely down the river a little bit more. Uh, in 1980, they were bought up by Pernod Ricard. Um, but in 2009, uh, about you know 11 years ago at this point, Campari, the Italian uh, conglomerate, bought them. So it, Wild Turkey is owned by a uh, Italian company, which is cool. You know, I mean, we were talking about um, what is it? Uh, uh, Suntory, uh, Beam Suntory, and they own you know like Beam. I think a few. I'm trying to think the. There's only a few left of distilleries, American like bourbon distilleries that are not foreign owned. Uh, one of them would be, I guess Buffalo Trace is, uh, Sazerac is still American. And then uh, the Brown Foreman is American as well. And they're like, uh, you'll get like uh, Jack Daniels and all that and Woodford and Old Forester. So I guess I'm not too crazy. I am a little off saying that there's a few left, but there's a good amount that are owned by foreign companies. Like Four Roses is owned by Kirin, which is a Japanese brand as well. So that's all I got uh, in addition to your complimentary uh, history, Robbie. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you think? Is it is it time? Do we each have a bottle? Are we going to do a three-cork pop here? I think Bryce This is like the seven-gun salute. Mini, so Bryce has the, a twist whatever. There will be no pop. He's got a mini. I can make up a pop sound, but that's about it. Yeah, I'll take that. We'll do that. <laughs> a little pop-pop twist. All right, here I go. Yeah. Here's mine. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, so I got to yeah, say. Yeah, I, I got to give a shout-out for this one. Uh, my friend Marco uh, O'Laughlin, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, he... Is it O'Laughlin? I'm pretty sure it's O'Laughlin. Yeah, but he goes by Marco. Uh, he bought this bottle while he was chilling. Out, like he was spending the weekend with us, and he just left it here. So I am grateful to have this. Thanks, Marco. There you go. So I got to be honest. I've always looked at Wild Turkey uh, 101 and like the regular Wild Turkey standard. Uh, just as like I've never really had it, and I've always thought of it as like a mm. cheaper bottle. It's one of those things like yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, because there's other cheaper bottles that I would go to. But like the packaging on an actual Wild Turkey 101 bottle, it's substantial. Like it actually looks like if you didn't know the price of it, you'd look at it and go, this is a nice bottle of whiskey. It's got the actual cork to it. It's got some, uh, what is it like? I don't know. Packaging over the top of the cork that makes it look a little bit fancy. Like yeah, this, it, it's kind of impressive as far as packaging goes. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's also got the, uh, it's got an A-N on the, uh, like the, it's like a crest thing above the Wild Turkey brand label. Yeah. And it says A-N, and that's for Austin Nichols, if no one could guess that. Well, I'll be darned. So, I haven't even sniffed the, like the Glencairn yet, but it is on my fingers from pouring it, and it's like really good on on the fingers <laughs> like in terms of the nose um it's really good on the fingers as i'm like licking all my fingers at once no on um some some bourbons do that yeah some bourbons are really good just like sniffing it off the back of your hand i don't know that sounds really weird sounds like a drug <laughs> thing or something like that but snorting it off the off the credit card or whatever the kids do these days i think you cut it with the credit card 
Oh, okay. That's what they do with in those movies. <laughs> you you cut your whiskey with the. I was just card. like, where do I go next? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know, Bryce. What are you getting on this? So it's definitely yeah. put them on the I'm, spot. I'm ready. I was prepped. Um, it's not. Do it. It's not <laughs> as strong as I would have imagined a 101. Like I definitely get that hit of alcohol, but just with it being 101, I would have expected it to be a little harsher. But I actually felt like I got kind of a fruity scent before I even got the alcohol off of it. Yeah. It, uh, and that's the thing like, so I'm impressed with this. Like this might be one of my more go-to bottles because it's, you know, it's a good price. Cause it, I think I got my bottle for like 24 for a 750 mil, mm-hmm. um, which is like not bad at all, but nose wise, like there's a lot of like traditional bourbon on it. Get a, a little bit of apple, but there's also got a little bit of that rye spice to it. Um, but nothing's like super overpowering. It's just a really pleasant smell for me. I don't know. What are you getting, Cole? So one of the one of the cool history things, and we talked about this in the Eagle Rare 17 episode, is that Eagle Rare 17 was made um, by, at the time, it was Seagram's, uh, based out of the Four Roses, actually, the, the distillery for that. I think it was called mm-hmm. the, the something else, or Seagram's something or something like that. But this, or Eagle Rare, not the 17, the, the standard, uh, the 101 back in the day, was to compete with Wild Turkey 101 because this has been around for a while. Uh, um, so whenever I think of Wild Turkey 101, I like compare it to the 90 proof Eagle Rare 10 year. Um, and the big difference I notice in this on the nose, especially, <clears throat> is that the oak is a little more um, oomph and not <laughs> not a it's not a like buttery uh, oakiness. This is a little more like a sharp oakiness uh, and not in a bad way. But it, that's what I—that's how I differentiate it from something like Eagle Rare, in terms of the oak level. It's different, but they're both present. But one's a little more buttery, and one's a little more harsh. And it's not a bad harsh, but okay. it's comparatively harsh. And, and this isn't one yeah. of so a little bit this of fruit. Isn't something I typically notice because I'm actually in a pretty well lit area of my house. But um, it really holds like the fingers really well. Like I'm looking at it, just like that edge where the the whiskey's touch the the glass. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just staying up there right now. Yeah, uh-huh. you mean the, you mean the legs? Thank you. His legs. Yeah, I was yeah, with no him. Worries. I was like, yeah, fingers. I like to pour. I, I got him. Many legs. <laughs> <laughs> legs. Yes, you're right. Legs. But I was like, yeah, fingers. Got him. That makes. Yeah, no, you're right. Actually, now that I look at it, it really does. Yeah. Um, so I took I took a sip. And, um, okay, I don't want to compare it to Eagle Rare the whole time, um, but it doesn't, it, it, in a way, the burn is there of a 101 proof, just a tiny bit. I mean, I just had a burger and maybe it's like kind of like weirdly on my tongue and, oh yeah, I'll have to talk about something uh, fun that happened to my tongue recently, but I'll talk about that probably next episode because we don't have too much time. Oh, that was bad um, timing. <laughs> yeah. So prep your minds. Yeah. Um, but uh <laughs> but it uh it is yeah just a little bit of burn there uh, but it it does taste a little bit there's like a weirdness cuz it doesn't taste as uh flavorfully potent as the proof is if that makes any sense so um, and it is drier it's very dry compared to your typical high rye bourbon okay that's my thoughts but go ahead 
I'm getting so like palette wise, it is really pleasant. It's nice. Um, it's definitely a little bit higher proof, which I like. Um, so there's a little bit of burn there, and I get like, on uh, like towards the end, it definitely gets hits a little bit of bitterness, and then it's gone. A little bit of like a butterscotch, like a spicy butterscotch though. Like I don't know, like. Yeah, this is it's really tasty. Like I'm pleasantly surprised. This is like one of the first times I've ever really sipped it, and for the price, I'm like, man, it, I it absolutely. I mean, you can't really. It's harder to find Eagle Rare now, but this absolutely competes with it. So I can definitely see the comparison there for sure. Yeah, especially for the price. Mm-hmm. You guys getting anything else on yeah. the palate? I'm definitely. Huh. I'm getting a lot Rice? more of the char than I did on the nose. But and and again, not in mm. a negative way. It's it's very pleasant. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's that's kind of the big things I'm getting. The yeah, I like your your note, Robbie, about the lingering spicy butterscotch because it isn't like a butterscotch that you might get out of like you know like a rum or something like that because it's mm-hmm. a little more burn to it and a little more like dryness to it. It's weird because butterscotch is typically like very sweet. But I'm not getting the the this. I mean, in in terms of the differentiation of this and Eagle Rare, that's the biggest thing. They're both high rye or at least rye bourbons, and there is Eagle Rare is super sweet in my opinion, and this is sweet but not notably sweet. Yeah. See, I I get on Eagle Rare, I get less of a sweet, but I get more of that spice on Eagle Rare as well, which I one thing I love. Like, oh really? To me, it's just like it's a definitely a little bit more. Um, of a fall winter kind of a whiskey, and this is I get this too. Like that's definitely kind of where this is at. I can see like, you know, the turkey hunt thing. Like that's the fall. I could see drinking this in the fall. Oh, yeah. Probably not a turkey hunt, just because you know you don't you don't want to mix guns and alcohol. But <laughs> please don't. Yeah. But they did. <laughs> so and now they're gone. I wow. dropped some water. I think I did too much, but uh, it's I, and the water actually kind of took the bitter away from me. It's a little more mellow, a little smoother, huh. smoother, cool, and uh, mm-hmm. and it's definitely got some of that butterscotch, but it's in the spice still. I don't know if you guys dropped your water yet. I just did. Mm-hmm. I think I prefer it. Ooh. Yeah. With water. Yeah. There's a fruity note. Ooh. to it yeah. like a berry but like a soft berry it's not like a sour kind of berry or anything like that it's, it's like kind of like i i do i can confirm that i do enjoy this more with a few drops in it which is weird i wouldn't have expected that the sweetness comes out a lot more and i dig that yeah i'd agree i definitely get a little more sweetness uh definitely that berries there I'm not really, I mean, the bitterness comes in, but it's not till a lot later for me. So the water is definitely good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really, really mellows it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you mm-hmm. know, it, neat-wise, it's got a good, I mean, it, I mean, this is my reentry buzz, so maybe I'm, maybe I'm off on it here. But the uh, neat isn't, it definitely is a little hotter than, you know, your typical 90 um, but it's not like it's not going to kill you. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to overpower yeah. everything. So, but with the water, it definitely. So, what was your entry buzz? Go ahead. Um, I had what was it? 
I had a little um I had a little Burnside rye today from Portland, which Ooh. the courier will be bringing you. So yeah, the, nice. the wife the wife took the kids out, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna kind of clean and you know drink and clean. Drink clean is the best. I don't nice. know if I don't know Bryce. You got kids. There's something to just like, having a glass. Drink know? and clean is the best when you can just have a have a, have a sip, clean the house up, enjoy yourself, kind of a thing. <laughs> so. I like the drink and study sometimes because as an actuary, I do a lot of these exams and I'll just pour what? like you an do ounce. exams? You've never mentioned that on the podcast. <laughs> I feel like I <laughs> it's hardly been a while. know Actually, you. I have one coming up in like three weeks, <laughs> but uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I dig that a lot more with uh, uh, water, but I think it could go either way with ice. I'm, I'm very intrigued. And and I'd never mentioned the nose notes. Um but it, it the the oak turns a lot more soft with the water as well, which altogether I, I I don't like too sharp a oak, so I'm digging a lot more with the water. Yeah. Mm. Hey, bus driver, drop oh, that yeah. cube. <laughs> hey, cool. Is it? Is this? Uh, so I had trouble finding information. Obviously, is this chill filtered? I assume it is. Uh, yeah, I think if they don't mention it these days, usually you can assume it is chill filtered. Hey, hey that's, the, that's name the name of the podcast. Of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is crafted with conviction, though. I saw as that it says too. on the label. So I almost and approved by Jimmy Russell, the legend. I almost exclusively drink. What was that, meat, So this is a different experience for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's... You know... Go ahead, Cole. No, yeah. It's just... It always... It always... Uh, yeah, when I, like, drink on my own, yeah, I'm never never drinking with water. Unless it's, like, Yamazaki or something like that, where I know, like, it's usually even better with a little bit of ice. Um, but, yeah, there's times where I'll, like, try it out, especially when friends are over. But, like, yeah, usually I'm, I'm neat only. Um I need to expand that a little more on my own, you know, like, and just be like, oh, because like we've drank so much that I do remember some that are very good, especially Irish whiskeys or like Japanese whiskeys. But go on, Robbie. No, I I, I agree. I think, but I think that's one of the nice things like I've learned from doing this is typically I would always go neat now. And, uh, but I'm like, there's so many times where we've been surprised, like, oh, like this is actually different either in like a better way or an interesting way where I'm like, it's worth trying, yeah. you know? So listeners, you know, especially mm. with a bottle of, of wild Turkey here, it's one, 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 it's like what 20 bucks, 25 bucks, uh, depending on where you live. Yeah. And it's worth experimenting with. And I'll tell you what, like pleasantly surprised by the water. So, you know, experiment with it. It's, it's kind of fun. So, yeah. What are you guys getting on yeah, the nose the, with the ice? I'm getting, um, uh, a little more spread out from even the um, water pour. This might be too spread out. We'll see. Uh, but it's, it's definitely a lighter, more, more. Um, the sweetness comes out a little more, but in a uh, muted kind of way. We'll see, though. What do you think, That's Bryce? I lost a, a lot. And, you know, I don't know if it's the ice cube or whatever, but I lost a lot of nose with the ice cube. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's yeah. very light. It's a lot. It's a lot sweeter, and it I, I almost want to say it's floral. It's, it's not harsh at all. Yeah. 
I can get behind that. It's yeah, it's definitely not. I mean, I can see the floral. I can. It's definitely sweeter for me. A little bit more like floral and and the berries there. Um, I think it, that stands out more. But in the same time, it's also more muted. Like Cole was saying, like it's not like it's not punching in the face with with those notes. But it's still it's there more than like kind of the butterscotch or the rye spice. Like the I think the rye spice is the big thing that kind of dropped off with the ice cube. But the sweetness is definitely there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. In terms of the palate, it's like it's not bad. There's there's no bitterness there, which is great. You know, I I, I do hate when adding ice just kills it because of the bitterness shows up. Um, this is still there. It's just very light. Um, every every kind of note. I mean, the, that little berries, a little bit of that floral, butterscotch, but it's not as sharp in any direction now but there's a dull sweetness throughout um but i think i prefer the water the most personally i uh you know i get a little bit on the like towards the end of it it gets i get a little bit more burn which is interesting with the Mm -hmm. uh, with the ice but um yeah water was really good ice is is pretty good and I think neat was was good as well. So I'm really impressed. Like I really haven't had this before. I've always just kind of written it off as something that maybe you know. I, I, there's other things in this price range that I've learned to enjoy. So this is really impressive. Yeah, I think ice is good though. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong, especially as a beginner whiskey with ice with this one. Like if you're like, I want to try whiskey first with ice, maybe try it with Wild Turkey 101 first. Yeah. For sure. Oh, you know what thing I forgot to mention in my history, and this might bring it back to a couple mm-hmm. podcasts ago, is it's actually one of the drinks ordered in Rambo First Blood. So, uh, Bryce, what's your favorite That's Sylvester you know. Stallone movie? Uh, I know it's easy to say. Oh, you know what? I was going to try and do the Philly thing and do Rocky, but it's Demolition Man. Really? That's what I was thinking too, Bryce. Dem- Demolition Man. Wasn't that like Wesley Snipes? And mm-hmm. no disrespect to Rocky. Amazing yeah. movie. But Demolition Man is just dumb fun. And I yeah. love dumb fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is funny. Yeah, it's Wesley Snipes playing Dennis Rodman, pretty much. So <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> At first I thought it was Dennis Rodman when I was a kid. You know. <laughs> Bryce, how old are you? Uh how old am I now? I'm at that age where I have to think about it. Uh thirty nine. 30, okay, so yeah, wow, we're peers, you guys are the man. same age. We're peers, yeah. So like, yeah, Demolition Man. I remember thinking Demolition Man was so cool, and uh, Sylvester Stallone comes in as Judge Dredd, and then like what, like fifteen years later, the movie Judge Dredd comes. I'm like, nah, it's not Sylvester Stallone. So I don't know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't yeah. doesn't Wesley Snipes die by like getting frozen by liquid nitrogen in Boilers. the end? <laughs> I don't want to give too much Jeez, away. Jeez, Cole. <laughs> 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 but that's so cool. People would want to watch the whole movie for that There's reason. Who's the female? Yeah, for sure. Who's, who's the I mean, fe- we all love it. Who's the female lead in that? It's uh, Sandra Bullock. Very 90s. Sandra Bullock, that's right. Yeah, very 90s. Really? <laughs> wow. That, w- that was like, yeah, right that's after crazy. she did Speed and it was kind of capitalized, wasn't it? Man, yeah, too funny. Sandra Bullock, Rob Schneider. It's uh, funny. Uh, early appearance of Ben. Oh, Rob Schneider's right. in there. Early appearance of Benjamin <laughs> Bratt. Oh yeah, Demolition Man's great. What? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. 
<laughs> and basically Dennis Rodman. <laughs> basically. A more expensive Dennis Rodman. I don't, actually, at that point, I don't mm-hmm. know who would be more expensive to get. It was Wesley Snipes or Dennis Rodman, but anyway. Well, uh, Wesley Snipes just got out of jail or prison or whatever, so what? good for him. Cheers to, uh, cheers to yeah. Wesley Snipes. Why was he in jail? Taxi. I forget. There was a whole story. Oh, you got to pay him. It was what? Lines of tax evasion. I don't. I don't know if it's. Oh yeah, you'll, it'll get you. Yeah, got to pay the man. Yeah. Came back for the expenses. Oh, so uh, yeah, I guess it's rating time. Or what was that? <laughs> what? He, he it's it. rating time. It's not more Sylvester Stallone time. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably go on we for could, a long time. Yeah, I think that. That's like our spinoff podcast, Sylvester Stallone memories. I don't know. Yeah, didn't we have something recently that was like like similar to like Sylvester Stallone? We're like, what's your thing? And we're like, we better Dude, stop we now before we go too far. Sylvester Stallone, because I was watching uh, Last Blood. So and I oh, like, nice. I brought it up, and then you we just kept talking about Sylvester Stallone. So what There's was I Italian. talking about? I don't even remember. Oh. We just talked to Sylvester Stallone in general because I, we were talking about yeah. movies and I was like, oh yeah, I watched Last Blood and surprisingly it like got me emotional and I really liked it and then we just went on, so, huh, yeah, I guess you know what's so funny too is that I've never seen any of the Rockies except for Rocky Balboa like which was like five or six or whatever, uh, and I'm ashamed to say that as a Philadelphian, um, but I just got it, I just got to pop open or you know rent one of those and just watch it uh, it's you about can, time i just because so apparently they're you good you know five. so i have a question for both of you oh. okay okay go ahead go ahead bryce oh, because noted skip five you have to see at least one in four i'm sure there's some rocky peers that are going to get mad at me over that uh-huh uh, leaving out mr t but uh-huh. at least one because it's great four is in that dumb fun zone so plus it's Plus, it's got nice. Which one's four? That's the one with uh, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, I love that! I would, I must break you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, balls! I forgot what I was gonna say, and it was gonna be epic, and everybody on the listening was gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, that was epic!" Oh crap! Anyway, you're okay. Like, so rating, like my rating is ten. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a twelve because no. you know what. Oh man, I'm I'm like going high on my reentry buzz here, so I be, I better calm down. Cool. <laughs> you got a rating in mind? I do. Yeah, I'm gonna go high eights here. Uh, I don't know if it made mind blowing nine range yet, uh, but it is a really <laughs> trusty bourbon. I'm gonna get a eight point eight two on Ooh. this one. Kind of a mid mid a hundredths scale. Um, but the reason for that is the price, and I thought I liked it, but I like it even more with a little water. So. Uh, it's fruity. It's it's uh, sweet. It is a lot less of that dry that I had just with the neat. So I, I enjoy it more with the water. So I'm going to go with the water pour as my guiding light for that one. So 8.82. Nice. Yeah. yeah. What do you got, Bryce? So I have to preface this with two caveats. Uh, one, this is obviously how much I like it, not necessarily how good it is. And two, it's going to get the punishment of being my first rating, um, which is always going to be a little bit probably lower than it yeah. should. So if I get to come back a couple times, I might need to revisit the wild turkey rating. Um, but I'm going to give it a 7.9. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice, yeah. 
I think uh, I'm going to be kind of in the in, in between you guys. I'm going to go an 8.4 on it. Um, this nice. one is so easy to get swayed by price, mm. right? Like yeah. mm-hmm. the price of this bottle is, I mean, it's entry level bourbon for sure. I've this is like the first time I've really ever sipped at it, and I'm I'm really hubbing a what by it because this is I, I would you know Cole brought it up. But this is kind of like Eagle Rare territory, like. It's a really good bourbon, and it's a really good price. And I can, uh, you know, I this might be my go-to now. Like, there's times, like, it used to be you go to the liquor store, and I'm sure a lot of guys who listen to the podcast or gals um, uh, are in the same spot where it's like you go to the liquor store and you go, oh, they have Eagle Rare. Awesome. It's a good price, good bourbon. and But now that's hard to find, you know? So this is, like, this is easy to find. It's so good for the price. So, Yeah. It's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. I don't way. know if there's, yeah, I don't know if there's any easier to find than Wild Turkey 101. Yeah, which yeah. is good. Well, even like Wild Turkey standards, sta- Wild Turkey standard, I th- I think it's a little bit harder. I don't see it as often, but Wild Turkey 101 has plenty on the shelf every time I go anywhere. So. Yeah, you can get it at CVS. I thought 101 was the standard. And you know, and is it the standard? It might be. No, I think there is, but yeah, it's kind of the standard, but I don't, I think there is a it lower was the one I was most familiar with. There is, with. yeah. It's, so it's, it's got the minis though. at the state store, so I, I thought it was the standard when I got yeah. there. <laughs> That'd be funny if you're like, wait, I thought I had Wild Turkey 101, but I got the standard. <laughs> no, Bryce, oh, so, so Bryce sent me a picture too, and he's like, I went and got the 101, and I made some impulse buys, and he got Makers 101, but he had the mini of the, the Wild Turkey, and I was like, oh, crap, he just heard 101 about the Makers. Then I looked closely, he got the mini of the Wild Turkey, so I was like, okay, we're good. But, Bryce, nice. you, want, you want to tell the listeners what else he bought? Uh, I got Screwball. <laughs> nice. And we now had, it's time that I get it eventually. So it's one of those, like, we were having a little texting, uh, you were texting back and forth, and like, Screwball is probably... It's not a whiskey, but boy, it's fun and it's tasty. So, and I, I, I told <laughs> yeah, yeah. reminds me of that time that Robbie snuck it into my glass. <laughs> and, and I told Robbie, well, is that, yeah. So I was like, Bryce, have you? Hit? It's one of Go it's ahead. one of the few whiskey adjacent things that my wife was willing to drink when it's okay with drinking. <laughs> hey, that's something. There's something to that for sure. My wife's got expensive taste. She likes like Weller and like nice weeded bourbons and stuff. But I don't, yeah, she might like, you know, what's it called? Uh, like screwball if I brought it home or something like that. It's definitely fun. It's definitely fun. Yeah, we, we yeah, when you guys are here, we didn't have the have her sample it. So it definitely is. Anyway. It would be good on stuff like with ice cream or something like that or with, with French toast yeah. with pancakes mm-hmm. or something. Ooh, Yo. ooh, mm-hmm. pancakes with screwball on top. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just, I, that's, oh man, that sounds like that's got to be that some sort of good. like holiday breakfast, right? <laughs> oh man, yeah, for sure. Because yeah, when you poured it for me unknowingly, I was like, does this have like maple syrup in it? And you're like, no, it's the screwball. And I was like, oh, okay. So yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for that I episode, like that. the screw, right. screwball pancakes episode. <laughs> we'll be cooking next to the uh like the the stove while we do it so here's the history uh, there is none because screwball pancakes should never exist <laughs> but not they even do. real <laughs> yeah. yeah all right that's funny 
Okay, so I think so. Is it time now? Yeah, it is. What is it time for, Cole? It's time for Whiskey World News. All right, this is the part of the show where where we. Oh gosh, I had a little bit too much. Reentry buzz is killing me. Mm. Where we read double reentry an article. And we talk about it. We didn't write it. We're just going to read it. And this is, uh, I'm sure you can find it on lots of other places. Uh, I got this off of WTNHABC. Uh, It's titled, Irish Whiskey Company Jameson Gets in the Holiday Spirit with Whiskey Trees. Um, So if you're in need of a whiskey, and there's no article, or no, uh, no article, there's no author here, but it just says, if you're in need of a Christmas tree this season, Jameson might have you covered. The Irish Whiskey Company designed seven nearly nine-foot-tall trees made of 130 Jameson bottles. Each tree is worth an estimated 5000 and includes a lighting system that illuminates the bottles. In order to win one of these seven whiskey trees, contestants have to visit jamesonwhiskey.com. The trees will be delivered the first week of December while the bottles on the tree are empty. Each winner will receive a gift card. So I never read that last line there. But the bottles are empty, so I don't know. That's that kind of stuff. Yeah, that just ruined everything. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, worth five thousand dollars and it's empty. That's what it says. But you get a gift card. You get a gift card and it's illuminated in a certain way. So I don't know. I don't know. Bryce any, gift any, card to what? Bryce Cole, any thoughts on this article? <laughs> yeah, like gift card to what? <laughs> Like, do you go to the, the Jameson store online or something like that? It's just like, oh, it's a, you know, like Jack in the Box gift card with your $5,000 worth of bottles. Oh, Jack, know, Jack in me. the Box. I'd go to Jack in the Box. I would Man, Jack in the Box is the ultimate, like, junkie. Yeah. Go ahead, Bryce. Well, I I was told one time, I we didn't have Jack in the Box too much in Philadelphia where I grew up, but then I moved to Virginia at one point. And I talked to someone, I'm like, is Jack in the Box any good? I've never been there. And he's like, you know, Cole, remember when all the um, fast food restaurants were like cleaning up their act and like, we have some healthy options now. He was like, yeah, Jack in the Box just didn't even care about that. He's like, we're going to keep doing what we do. Jack in the Box is my favorite fast food. Mm -hmm. Like, oh man, those tacos, was it, I don't know, it used to be two for 99 cents or something like that. Like they are... Awful and awesome so, all at the same dang. time. Robbie, yeah. you got to do yeah. yourself a favor. Get a Jumbo Jack, maybe even two Jumbo Jacks. Get the two tacos. Put the taco Ooh. on the Jumbo Jack for the Jumbo Jacko. Yo, that sounds so good. <laughs> that, that sounds, sounds so good. So bad, but so good, man. Patent oh. Jumbo Jacko. Man. You know what's my favorite? Jumbo Jacko. <laughs> Jumbo Jacko. <laughs> um, my favorite uh, uh, fast food restaurant has got to be Wawa. So my, yeah. that's a that's a Pennsylvania thing, right? I mean, it, it's at least it's an East most, Coast thing, but it started most, in Pennsylvania. It, yeah, it's favored in Pennsyl- at least Eastern Pennsylvania. But I saw one in Florida, actually. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, they go as far south as Florida. Yeah, I've never had. I've heard about it, but I've never. Had, so like one of my like YouTube addictions is looking up burgers. And so I've seen a lot on it, but I've never had it. So I don't know. Dude, Wawa. Wawa's great. Yeah, we should all go east. Shake Shack is an East Coast thing too, right? Uh, I don't remember it on the East Coast, but I've seen it out where we are in Phoenix, and I've seen it in Colorado and stuff like that. I don't know about East Coast now. I don't know when it got here. It got got to Philly before Mm. I did. I know that much. 
Okay. Because mm. I've in Vegas I've been to the Shake Shack and that's a good burger. They got like the the they do all sorts of peppers on it. Oh, that's a good burger. Anyway, yeah. Merry <laughs> Christmas, guys. Jameson. Hey, listeners, go to jamesonwhiskey.com. Enter. See if you win 130 empty bottles of Jameson and a gift card to maybe Wawa. With a gift card. Maybe Jack in the Box. <laughs> I don't know, but enter. Uh, it's up. It's a $5,000 value, apparently. Um, and let us know if you win. So go to jamesonwhiskey.com. Christmas is right around the corner. It's Thanksgiving. And it's also time for what whiskey would you choose? And guys... I want to ask you, and since we're horrible at Instagram, uh, we're not going to do what whiskey would you choose for last week uh, results because I never posted it because I'm awful. But this week, it's, it's been th- a few weeks. Thanksgiving is coming up. Uh, we want to know. Cole said, "What whiskey are you grateful for?" And I said, "It's not great Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving." Right. So I want to know, Cole, <laughs> Bryce, what whiskey yep. are you thankful for? And go ahead and jump in. What whiskey makes you the most thankful? That's it. I like this question because, yeah, because it was yours. Yeah, you, you, well, yeah, you said some dumb idea like, what are you going to drink on Thanksgiving? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I said, what are you grateful for? So I, was my, I don't know which one's dumber. Um, but I, I like this because you, you think about it. You're like, what am I like? If I list off things I'm grateful for, which whiskey is going to make the cut first? I don't want to pick something like, you know, William Leroux Weller or something like that, which is like this huge thing. Because, like, I don't always get that. I want something that I can always get and I'm always grateful I can get when I get it. And it doesn't mean it's, like, on the shelf every time. But, like, if I see it, I'm like, I am grateful for that. And it's a one that I go to a lot. um, But I always keep one on the shelf if I can help it. And it's Buffalo Trace. Um, I am grateful for, or I'm thankful for Buffalo Trace because it is good for the price. And I mean, it's about the same price as this, what we're drinking today, but it's just, it never fails. I can mix it. I can sip it neat. I can throw ice in that. I can, uh, pour it into my like baking concoction that I'm working on or like my barbecue sauce that I'm making or something like that. But it is always good and always a good price when you can get it. So that's what I'm grateful, thankful for. (laughs) <laughs> you're grateful thankful for awesome yeah bryce what about you man yeah. so i am thankful and grateful but primarily thankful i alluded it to i mentioned it before but maker's mark my intro into the whiskey world nice it's, i can always find it anytime anywhere just as it seems like it's just as common as like jack daniels or jim beam but somehow it seems like it's a little bit classier reputation wise maybe it's the red wax i don't know Mm-hmm. And yeah. ever since I started drinking it, yeah. I love that I can find it super easily in a bar scene in a TV or mo- TV show or movie. Like it stands out because of that red wax. Jessica That's Jones true. drank that too. <laughs> I remember Jessica Jones drinking that. It is classier. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Pop culture, man. <laughs> um, whiskey I'm thankful for. I'm going to go with uh, Baby Saz because all of a sudden it's showing up in Idaho and uh, nice. I had a, had a coworker who was like, man, I, I just, it's been a long week. What do I, what should I go look for? And I was like, hey, I just, I saw this at the liquor store over here. Uh, baby so good. says, yeah, it's, it's really tasty. Again, like price wise, it's on budget. Uh, and it's just, it's just what you want kind of in a rye. So, like, I'm going to go with that. So, yeah, there we go. So, we'll, we'll put that up. We'll do a three way, you know, what whiskey would you choose? I'm excited. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys are listening to the 
uh, early in the week. We can kind of figure out what you're, what whiskey you're thankful for, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. But, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. I'm super excited. We did a little bit of turkey gobble-gobble uh, this week. But, yeah, it's, it's been uh, it's been good. And Nicole, man, I'm so glad you're here. Bryce, I'm so glad you got to join us. We'll have to do this again. It was fun. Uh, yeah, good times, man. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like on the uh, week to come for uh, the what we should you choose on Instagram. This will this will bring out some good answers of like because it is a good question. Like, what are you thankful for, whiskey wise? So I think we'll get some really good answers um, and a good spectrum from our listeners. So listeners, thanks for thanks for putting up for a, a week uh, without us because yeah, last last week we didn't have an episode. So this is the first time in a long time we've skipped a week. Um, so thanks for putting up with that. I hope, uh, it was worth it to come back and I hope you all liked Bryce quite a bit. Yes. I also, yeah. And Bryce, you know, I really, Oh, oh did I, I messed it up already. <laughs> Balls. Oh, I'm the worst. <laughs> We're trying so hard. Gosh. Go ahead, Bryce. And, and, you know, Cole had that nice setup too. Set it up so well, but, um, I also do hope I can, you know, yep. that, uh, listeners enjoyed me being here. I hope I can come back and I hope that, uh, you know, this this week with Thanksgiving that everyone can just have, you know, however you're doing it this year, that it can be a great time with the people you love. You know, guys, I really hope I quit messing up my hopes. <laughs> uh, and I really hope you guys have an awesome Thanksgiving. I'm really glad that you're, you're joining us this week. It's good to be back. Uh, I hope you can get yourself a bottle of uh, Wild Turkey 101 because from what I hear, it goes good with turkey. <laughs> yes. But most of all, (laughs) listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours.